0: Hi, my name is Brad Johnson. I am the host of Corner Table Talk. It's food plus drink plus culture. I grew up in the restaurant business beginning in the mid 1970s. My first job was working as a dishwasher in my dad's popular Upper West Side restaurant, The Cellar, where I'd glance into the dining room during the mid 70s and see the blackest beautiful crowd that packed the restaurant on a nightly basis. Since that time, I've operated places in New York City, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas. I've bused tables, pulled out chairs for countless guests over the years, and I've shaken many hands. I've also struggled through some slow nights, and I've co-hosted Oscar parties. I love restaurants and the world of hospitality. I'm so grateful to have had an opportunity to spend a better part of my life in them and for the broad cross-section of people I've met as a result of being in those rooms. Here's a sample of what you'll hear on Corner Table Talk. Give us just a Uh, a little bit of of what you recall about Andre in that way.
1: So Andre Harrell was the founder of Uptown Records, but I met Andre when he was still a rapper. And it was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And we became really close during that time. I remember he had an office. In uh, Brooklyn, people don't remember, Uptown actually started in Brooklyn. He had an office on 4th Avenue after he first got money to start it. And Heavy D would be in there. Albie Shure is walking around singing night and day, trying to get people to pay attention to him. And, you know, we have a very interesting professional connection. He was part of my basketball crew with um, Gary Harris, the late Gary Harris as well. But uh, he had these parties. You know, and at that party, there was a girl named Beverly Bond, but then she was just a young woman, but she was known as a great dancer. So she, everyone would start going, go Beverly, go Beverly, go Beverly. And out of that, party, the idea for a movie called Strictly Business came, so, um, which we I co-wrote and came out in 91. And basically the character that, that Halle Berry plays in the film was inspired by Beverly and inspired by that party.
2: So we used to do all these talent shows, right? We went to talent shows and we went in, all of a sudden we did a show for our mayor, Richard Gordon Hatcher. He was the mayor at the time. Uh, so he was campaigning and he wanted us on the show. We played the show. but was on his show was Gladys Knight. And she she was on the show. We performed on the show. She saw us and went back and told Barry Gordy about the Jackson Five. So did so did Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's. They was on one of his shows too. And uh, next thing you know, Barry moves out to California because he wanted to get into the film business. He's he's leaving Detroit, and that was great for us. So he sent for us. But when I got to California and I saw the palm trees and. And then I could just couldn't believe people been living like this all their lives, like this. <laughs> I said, my God, they've been living like this. No one told me about
3: it. <laughs> playing with guys like Kareem Jamal, guys that read a lot. So guys were giving me books. Jim Jones gave me As A Man Think It when I was like 22 years old. I read those books. So just from that perspective, you started learning that, you know, Demi and I have been married a long time. So here is entertainment coming from a classic background with me, you know, sports background, but a guy that was with the Kareems and the Lou Atlers and Jack Nickerson's who on the other side collected art, who read, who did stuff. That thing, so Debbie and I, because we were entertainment and sports, so when we had dinners, we always had a, you know, you could, like you say, you come to my house, you know, Kareem, want to know about restaurants, you want to talk to Kareem. You don't know John McClane, he's in the music business, but quietly done amazing thing. He was my crazy friend, Jane Dean, they love to get at the piano and sing, they can play anything. So we always had little small parties, dinner parties where we mixed different groups of people. in those environments, man, you know, you just learn so much about everything.
0: Nick Ashford, who, who we love, lost i mean i don't even know you know Val, how you process something like that when you lose someone who's been so instrumental in your life as nick has but you guys you you developed a, a friendship before you had a romantic yeah. relationship is that right
4: eight years you know in the very beginning when he first saw me he said he was interesting But I was still, i was my last year of high school, and so we didn't really, he didn't really take it seriously because he had things to do, people to meet and places to go. So I was like at the bottom of his (laughs) thought process. I doubt that, but um, go ahead. And I was uh, just really, you know, kind of young and not, you know, knowing what was going to happen in my life. It just so happened that we had a musical connection. So, once you tell me you're not interested in me, you know, because I'm too young, then, I, you know, I just closed my mind and went on about my business. And, but I'm so glad I did because otherwise we wouldn't have had experiences to bring to a relationship
0: pull up a chair to the corner table as we engage in conversations with some of the notable people I've met along the way. Before we close out every show, each week, my dear friend, Ambassador Shabazz will take us around the world and give us insider tips on travel, wellness, and food. We hope you subscribe.